Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. As they say, tax is one of the very few aspects of life which are certain alongside death. Taxation is a system used to raise money in order to finance government spending in areas such as infrastructure, education, healthcare, and much more. Typically, taxation accounts for 90% or more of the government's income. There are quite a few problems with taxes. Firstly, the level of taxation in any nation will affect the people's behavior including their choices in working, saving, and investing. Taxation in the West, under capitalism, has created a number of problems in wealth distribution where the burden falls heavily upon the poor with the rich utilizing tax loopholes and tax havens. News out that Amazon is paying zero in federal income taxes. Major development involving Donald Trump's taxes. He's paid nothing in federal taxes. I know people that are making a tremendous amount of money and paying virtually no tax. The current tax model reduces the disposable income and therefore reduces the circulation of overall wealth in the economy. Islam has a completely different perspective on the economy and tax as the Islamic basis is the Qur'an and the Sunnah, rather than the ideas of capitalism. Fundamentally, taxation in Islam and under the Khilafah puts the emphasis of taxation on wealth rather than income. This means that the average person will be left with more disposable income and will be liable for tax on whatever wealth is left at the end of the year. Furthermore, indirect taxation like fees, licenses, stamp duties, sales tax, withholding, etc. are not permitted. As we can see here, the U.S. tax burden is unevenly distributed. The poorest Americans get taxed at a similar percentage as the richest Americans, while the billionaires are taxed the least percentage-wise. Taxes in Islam proportionally burden more those with unused wealth that sits in excess as compared to those with lower income. This reduces the burden upon those with the lower income. So you may ask, how is revenue collected under Islam, and how does it justly distribute the wealth? Well, there are five main sources of revenue that the Sharia has defined. Number one, the different types of public property revenues. This means that the utilities would be publicly owned and the revenue generated would be administered for the benefit of all citizens. This is derived from the hadith of the Prophet wasallam, where he says, Muslims are partners in three things, in water, pastures, and fire. Resources are prohibited from being privatized and monopolized, and Islam mandates that water, pastures, and fire, which are natural energy resources, be distributed and be available to the people. Number two, the properties of zakat. Zakat, the alms, is a wealth tax liable on 2.5% of wealth held for a year and they are not spent except for the eight categories mentioned in the Quran. This tax is a wealth distribution tax which is redistributed to the poor, the needy, those with debts, and for the da'wah amongst other categories. Number three, the booties. This is the wealth that will come under the jurisdiction of the Khilafah via the integration of the Muslim world. Number four, land tax. The kharaj is a levy imposed on land. 
The tax is calculated according to the quality of the land and the possible production worth. Depending on how much of the land can cultivate in the past year will be the amount that it is taxed. Vast amounts of land are bought and unused today. To mitigate this, if a land is bought and unused for three years, it can be confiscated by the state. This encourages the production of agriculture. Number five, head tax. The jizya tax is applied to all mature male dhimmi, non-Muslim citizens who have the means to pay it. The jizya tax complemented the zakat or obligatory alms paid by the Muslim subjects. Women and children are exempt as are the poor who have no livelihood. We see that the goal in Islam is to utilize resources to benefit all members of society and encourage production of agriculture and resources. There is no need for the poor to be overtaxed and for the rich to fear usurpation of their wealth. The focus of Islam is on breaking the monopoly of the rich and to ensure that the wealth circulates in society and is not taken out of it. With this mode of taxation, the Islamic State has not only met the needs of its citizens, but was also able to flourish as the world's most advanced civilization for several centuries. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.